Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, DeAndre Aiden, Luca Doncic, Joey Devine, Jaron Jackson Jr., Gary Trent Jr., Sean Keane, Mohammed Bamba, Malloy, musical guest, the yeah, yeah, yes, and now the host of Rumble Rock, Joey Devine. Hi, it's me, Joey Devine, your temporary host of Rumble Rock, and we are here on Tuesday night. The Cleveland Cavaliers just got destroyed by the Boston Celtics again. And we have the worst possible guest to gloat about it. It's <laughs> it's noted Homer, Boston Homer, Mike Malloy. Mike, how you doing? I was gonna say I've probably made more appearances in the last uh, year than Dave, even though he's the, the host. Uh, yeah, no, I we we beat the hell out of them the last two games, and I really don't know what to make of it. Uh, I'm not getting cocky yet. I don't think this series is over. I very much fear anything LeBron does. And uh, yeah, it's gonna be. We're in, who, regardless, whoever goes to the finals is gonna get the shit kicked out of them by the Warriors, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Sean and I are sharing a microphone. Uh, it's a very, uh, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful arrangement here. We're like uh, little Steven and the boss. Yeah, Joey, normally when we record a podcast, is always edging over to my microphone, <laughs> and uh, you do record wearing a full headscarf every week. It's true. I also starred on Lillehammer. Yeah, that that was weird that you were cast in that, but you know, you're pretty good. It's one of Netflix's best uh, Norwegian-based crime shows. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right. You know what else happened tonight, guys? The lottery? Yeah, the draft lottery. Yeah. But we're not going to talk about that yet. We're going to talk about the game first. <laughs> uh, so Boston and Cleveland happened. Um, my question for you guys is, can anyone on the Cavs look LeBron James in the eye tonight? I mean, I think the answer is probably no. Chetty Oseman, he's got nothing to be ashamed of. Yeah. Jose Calderon, I think, I think he's probably walking tall, head high. Jeff Green probably is for some reason. Like he shouldn't, but but he definitely is just like no. I I tried hard. LeBron's my my friend. Yeah, 
He's like, I almost died on an operating table that one yeah. time. Who cares? <laughs> the Memphis Grizzlies once gave me... Oh, no, the Orlando Magic once gave me $15 million for a single season, and uh, it doesn't get any better than that, buddy. No, he's just hustling everybody. Uh, I think Kevin Love was actually okay tonight. I thought he yeah, was pretty good. Okay. I mean, he was fine. Yeah. Kevin Love, man. Like even Fuck even when Kevin Love is Oh, what a Okay, so let's let's get to that right now. JR First of all, JR Smith has always been a dirty player and he gets away with it because he's he's fun. Now he what did he do when he took that cheap shot at Jay Crowder? Did Jay Crowder tear his MCL after that? I forget. It was when was it? How long ago was it? This is like the first I think it was 20 Oh, yeah, the one that got swept. Uh, yeah, he, something happened where he, they got tied up and it Man. seemed like there was something questionable. Cheap shot in Boston Garden. Today, Al Horford, kindly, yeah, you don't touch, you don't, you don't push somebody when they're up in the air like that. Yeah, especially like directly in the lower back. No play on the ball. Yeah. Just You got beat. Just fucking take it. Yeah, and it cost them points because there was a flagrant foul. And Marcus Smart, to his credit... Was in J.R. Smith's face within like two seconds. He's the best. I really, it's funny because I remember at the beginning of the season, I was just like, I love him, but you can't extend him. Like, you can't give him money because he's making 30% of his shots or whatever it was. You want them to give him money now? I, yeah. How can you not? He's in everybody's shit. He fucking, he's a, I don't know what you pay him, but you have to find a way. I just think it's going to, minutes wise, it comes down to him or Terry Rozier, doesn't it? Why? Because you have Kyrie Irving coming back, who's going to play 37 minutes a game, and then you have uh, Gordon Hayward, who's going to play 35. You play Tatum and, and Hayward a little bit at the four. You keep Morris if you can, but you try to find another, I guess, another guy that's that kind of center-forward hybrid to be off the bench. But I don't know. I, I They got another year of Morris pretty cheap, right? They got him at like three, four million, something like that. Yeah, I think Rozier's also cheap next year. They yeah, can but they extend, extend him in the fall. Him. They got to yeah. extend him the year after. They have to extend him. I, I love Rozier. Um, although he's kind of, I mean, ugh, it's really a toss-up as far as who. I mean, I think it's Rozier, but I mean, with the way that Marcus, I mean, he had, he had, Five rebounds and nine assists, too. It's not like he's just just playing defense. He does other shit. Right. Um, all right. Let's get, let's, I got another question for you guys for this game. Uh, George Hill graduated from IUPUI on Saturday, then played on Sunday. His game was PU. <laughs> How irresponsible... Was this of George Hill? He probably uh, over overbooked himself. Everyone gave Vince Carter that shit for doing the same thing that one time. Yeah, yeah. He had to commute all the way from Indianapolis to Boston in just uh, thirty six hours after that graduation. <laughs> oh no, I guess I guess it was within a day. Yeah. I mean, so yeah. How many times you get on, do these guys get on a flight and play a basketball game the next day? It really isn't a big deal. No, I don't think so. He's, yeah. It's not an excuse. He's tired from walking. Is that fucking Christopher Lloyd? <laughs> the oldest man questions? in the world is is asking a question at the post-game press conference. Also, he might have a tumor over his... But was George Hill the worst? What's Jared Smith's excuse? Because he's... He's uh he's made two shots in the entire series. Uh, he's two of sixteen. He has not made a three pointer, and he uh, has Hennessey. four points. Uh, he also has four rebounds and two assists for the series. Yeah, that was going to be my question for you, Mike. Uh, you have a history of being overserved. Yeah, uh, it happens. Is that what is that what's going on with J.R. Smith this series? I think so. He's on that. He's on that Hennessy. He's on that yak. I mean, he. It was a 3.30 start in Boston on a Sunday, and honestly, I just don't think J.R. Smith should be able to play on Saturday or Sunday because no, but two part like he's he's hung over until I don't know until he starts drinking again. He's just he's a dirty player, and he's gotten away with it for so long because he's fun and everybody thinks it's cute. 
but like he's a dirty player in it. Like he's gonna get cracked one of these days. He's I really hope it happens. He's killed a guy. He has killed a man. Wait, did 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 he DUI yeah. car crash? Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, he is one of the. I forgot about that. Yeah, he's one of the few NBA players with a license to kill. So yeah. only that makes him extra dangerous. The NFL. He and Dante Matthew Stahl. Broderick. Yeah, Matthew Broderick. <laughs> Matthew Broderick. Dante uh, Moesha. Moesha. Rebecca Gayhart. And mm-hmm. uh, he tried to make Al Horford his second victim tonight, and luckily Marcus Smart was there. Yeah, Marcus homicide Smart. detective Fucking Marcus Smart. Him. Okay, my next question about tonight's game, you guys, is uh, is there a worse NBA nickname than Scary Terry? I like it. Of course you do. He's great. <laughs> yeah, he's great. That nickname sucks. I like everything about him. <laughs> Where did they, Have they been calling him that for a while, or is that new this for year? For like a year or so. Uh-huh. Is he single-handedly keeping the mask from Scream alive into 2018? Yeah, I guess. I like I guess he has a, a tattoo of it. I guess that's a part of the the reason that they named him that is that he's a big like horror movie fan. See, I bet I was going to say I bet he hasn't even seen the Scream movies. He's a big uh scary movie fan. Apparently. Well, no, of the movie Scary Movie. <laughs> What if what if he was just an art fan and he like found he just got it tattooed because of his love of uh you know the scream the painting and then like later people are like no there's a movie where this art is really incorporated and he's like i will have to check that out when it screens in a museum (laughs) um okay i have a question for you mike Mm -hmm. you're a boston fan Mm -hmm. watch a lot of games would tom brady or julian edelman have ever let a concussion slow them down like lebron did tonight uh neither of them i mean edelman doesn't have a fucking brain to worry about have uh, i told my julian edelman story on was it the this one about podcast? him getting arrested for fingering a girl in a bar <laughs> <laughs> was it that one uh no was it, it's was it at the time at fucking storyville in boston where he stuck his thumb up a girl's ass when she didn't want it uh no i post made it to somehow him the the charges were dropped no i post made it to julian edelman oh did you bring this story up no <laughs> you should uh, but the note on his po- that he leaves for all his postmates is tip you if fast and i'm like fuck you julian edelman if anyone knows that speed doesn't matter it should be a white wide receiver you know what i didn't get there fast but i got there with grit yeah and determination he took the food over the middle with no regard for your personal safety a real work you know a lunch pail of pros he also called me chief i think 17 times in 14 seconds you'd call people chief a lot if you were four foot eight too (laughs) you'd have a, a bit of a fucking complex maybe you'd be sticking your finger up girls asses when they don't want that now do we do we do you think lebron got a concussion he, they're saying it's his neck, but I think he got concussed. I don't think he's concussed. I think I think watching the replay, it's like he gets hit in he, like the worst at the free throw line, and I'm just like, he's not there. Yeah, and he got hit on like a part where if you get hit in a fight, you get knocked out, like like right at the edge of the jaw. And, yeah. yeah. Why is this lady holding up her phone? She's filming video because no one is filming this press conference with LeBron James. <laughs> is LeBron wearing headphones during his press conference right now? Looks like they are sitting upon his ears, but not in them. Okay, I think he's listening to JJ Reddick's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> is that the one where JJ Reddick is like, "So Joel Embiid, you got any Lorne stories? Who are your guys?" <laughs> like Mark Maron. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's what the joke I was making. All right. Um. Sean wants to also wants to know uh, what dirty ass nonsense will Jr. pull in Game Three. Uh, I don't know. He'll probably bring a knife onto the court. Yeah, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I could see that. Like, like even or just any kind of crude prison weapon, like a bunch of marbles yeah. in his sock, or like, why is he wearing a headband? And it's like he's got a razor blade in it. He'll just bottle somebody with a thing of honey. I think he's gonna put flubber on his shoes. <laughs> That's what Dan Gilbert's been been holding out the whole season. 
He's using all that that dirty, dirty loan money. Um, okay. Cleveland's playoff motto is whatever it takes. Why are they lying? Yeah, I was going to say they laid down. They didn't seem to do whatever it takes to even <laughs> fucking close the gap to five. Never mind. Finish a game out. Well, what they meant was whatever it takes to make it look like we are trying to keep LeBron James, <laughs> even though we are not. <laughs> I mean, at this point, they they honestly would be better off. Like, what can they really do with him still there? Like, they really need to shut shit down and rebuild and, and go for it. I really think it both both parties will be better off if he just leaves. I don't know where he goes. I think he needs to leave there. What would you give up in trade as a Boston Celtics fan to get LeBron? Say he picks uh, up I his mean, option. He's a, well, I mean, he's a free agent. But he has, a, he has an option for next year. He can pick up. But why would he do that? So he can join the Celtics like Chris Paul. I mean, he could, but we could also do that in a sign and trade, couldn't we? Um, we don't have the salaries to match anyway, so they 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 wouldn't. I mean, it, we'd have to give up Horford. Well, there's one salary that would match. Gordon Hayward. And it's Gordon Hayward. <laughs> yeah. And trading an injured man is the Danny Ainge special. I really don't think Hayward goes anywhere. Because he's white? I'm not opposed. Is it because he's white? No. Mike, answer the question. Is it because he's white? (laughs) I mean, I'm and I'm not I mean, I'm I'm really not super opposed to it if they decided that, you know Hey, Anthony to get Anthony Davis, but I I really don't want to trade Jalen Brown. I really don't want to trade Jason Tatum. I really would rather see you know, we own those guys for fucking eight, nine million dollars combined. Why not just ride that out? See what we can do with it. My next question for you is why do we have to listen to Jeff Van Gundy and Mark Jackson while Doris Burke is relegated to the sideline? Yeah, fuck that. Like, if it was a NBA 2K game, I would quit and restart it. (laughs) Fuck this. Get Doris Burke in the game. And, like, I don't understand it. Why is she not the lead? Like, why is she not the fucking number one? It doesn't make any sense. And the worst part is... With the with the playoffs this year, I've I've really enjoyed Doris Burke. I've really enjoyed uh, the Iron Eagle Brent Berry team. Brent Berry's going to get a job with an NBA franchise. Will no one yeah. put us out of our misery and hire Jeff Van Gundy or Mark Jackson? Like, <laughs> why can't the Orlando Magic do it? Like, what does it matter who's coaching that team? He's going to be fired in two years. But do you think Brent Berry will get a job offer this summer? Well, he. I think the Warriors tried to hire him last year, and now I guess the Pistons want to make him, like, I don't know if he's going to be the GM or the... They want to hire him for the front office, basically. Uh, I don't think Brent Berry wants to coach, possibly because uh, his father yelled at him every day of his life, and he can't can't pay it forward. Or he's afraid that uh, one of the players will sleep with his wife. Um, yeah. Oh, isn't that what Tony Parker? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, who's Tony Parker fucked Brent Barry's wife? Yeah. Now, supposedly there is a there. Some people claim that they just had like a sexting relationship. Oh, but you're still not supposed to do that. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, still still wrong. Technologically advanced, but yeah, uh, he, could, he could still be mad. Somehow the French basketball player slash rapper was not very faithful who'd have thought who'd have thought i mean maybe brent berry was just at south by southwest all the time because he likes to go to weird concerts uh but i don't know (laughs) uh anyway who you got what's gonna happen the rest of this series mike what's your homer answer for i said from the start of the series i'd be as Equally surprised if they get swept as I would if they won the series in seven games. Well, they're up 2 nothing. so now what do you feel? Now I feel they could easily lose the next four games as just as they could win the, <laughs> win the next two or win two of the next six. I really, I, I or five, I don't, I fucking honestly have no idea. If the Cavs are laying down like they did, yeah, they're, the Celtics probably going to win in five, four or five. <laughs> But I don't expect them to do that. Yeah, I didn't I, expect them to come out flat in game two, though. So fuck me. I don't know shit. They, uh, the thing that I've noticed about the Celtics is they're amazingly good at uh, 
really turning it on for like the last two minutes of a quarter. Yeah. And against Philly, like that was the thing that just cut their hearts out is like having a 12 point lead going into halftime that turned into a seven point lead. And there was that big play. I think it was at the half or, uh, or it might have been at the end of the first quarter that they had where they they got the ball with like less than two seconds. And I was just like, of course they did. And they like closed the gap. I was like, oh, let's see if we can get a shot off. And they didn't go in. But like the fact that they always like at the end of the quarter, if, if they're losing by 10 points at some point in the quarter, they'll they'll have it cut down to, to three or four by the end of the quarter, it always feels like. Yeah, and that's that seems like that, like, individually is what killed Cleveland is. Yeah. Not being being up seven instead of 12 at halftime. But there's also so many times where they're up 20, and I'm just like, there's no way they're going to hold on to this. Yeah. So Mike is refusing to make a prediction for the rest of the series. Celtics uh, in five. <laughs> well, okay, there we go. Sean, what do you think? Um... You know, the last time LeBron looked this bad in two consecutive games, or the team, I mean, LeBron had like a 41-point triple-double or something tonight. But uh, the last time the team looked this bad, I would say it was probably the 2016 finals in game one and two. And they did win that series. I just... The but team looks so unhappy. On the court besides LeBron who gave a fucking yeah, shit. Yeah, they had Kyrie Irving back then. And here it's like... Kyle Korver's their second best player right now. Well, no, Kevin Love's their second yeah. best player. But uh yeah, they just it just doesn't seem like they have when the LeBron guys. made that that shot that fadeaway fucking three pointer in Smart's face, I was just like, This is gonna be a long fucking night. <laughs> and then it wasn't. Yeah, I mean he had twenty five of the half and but it seemed like he it, it reminded me had twenty one in the first quarter. Yes. And yeah, I it just no one can step up on the team. And maybe that's a factor of playing with LeBron, but it's also those guys are old. The young guys I just feel like I would end up playing Rodney Hood and, and as as a much of a bummer as playing Jeff Green is, it's like I would just want someone who's like under the age of thirty four who can just run because yeah. Boston has a bunch of really really hustling fast young players and uh i just don't i just don't think you can really rely on kyle corver i mean i feel like i would just put jr smith on the bench like even though he's going to be way better at home yeah. again i feel like you should never have more than two olds on on the court <laughs> yeah. at one uh, a given time you know what my prediction is prediction they're gonna put chetty osman in the starting yeah. lineup yeah. You think that'll Cavs in seven? Oh. <laughs> Winning in Boston. <laughs> Ugh. Uh, I think I would pick Celtics in five at this point, but I'm also prepared to feel really stupid. But oh yeah, I'm prepared for the Cavs to win in six. This is happen. It's it like this. Happen. I swear to God, this is probably in the playoffs. This is like the eighth time where I've been like, man, the Cavs are just trash, mm. and then they keep winning again. I mean. Part of that was, I think I said that maybe in the fourth quarter of game one against the Raptors. I also didn't expect the Celtics to get by Philly. I didn't expect them to get by the Bucks. certainly at certain points. Like in game seven, I was like, there's a genuine chance we're going fucking home. Yeah. And it points, you know, games one and two against Philly, there were certainly times where I was like, that they're going to lose this fucking series. But here we are fucking 2-0. And I still feel... As confident as I did in the first round, of the <laughs> I feel like maybe less confident because now it's a fucking reality and not just like ah, we'll we'll fucking lose. All right, let's move on to the other series, my beloved Golden State Warriors. Fuck those nerds <laughs> versus the Houston those Rockets. Swaggerless nerds. <laughs> what fucking do you mean swaggerless? Rich look, kids. look, Clay Thompson is so lame he's cool it like goes back around who has the tweet about clay thompson hanging his goatee up at night (laughs) (laughs) i think that's troll withers oh probably yeah oh god (laughs) but yeah Uh, at tyler i am if you don't already follow He's, he's the best uh but my question for you guys is we're one game in and the houston rockets ISO'd more than any team. Of course they did. Uh, more than any playoff team in the last five years in the NBA. I thought it was the most ISO 
I saw five years. I don't know. I might be wrong. It might be any ever. But my question is, is uh, is ISOing that many times going to work against this Golden State no, Warrior team? you can beat bad teams like that. You can't beat good teams like that. Good teams are going to fucking... They're capable of defending one-on-one if they have to. They can switch and they can defend. You're not going to be able to beat them like that by just drawing some, like drawing one man out. Like, I feel like we were talking about this exactly a year ago when it was like, yeah, Houston's this great, amazing offense. They just kind of run one play over and over again. Yeah. And then it's like, hey, a team that plays you in a seven-game series can usually figure out how to stop that play eventually and just... I mean, James Harden's great, great March, at isolating. They'd be a great March Madness team. Yeah. And that's it. But you'd watch James Harden, and it's like he's he's isoing, he's dribbling it, he's dribbling it himself, he moves when there's like... It, every possession feels like the clock's running out at the end of a quarter. Yeah. And yet, Kavon Looney was kind of holding his own against him. And that's that doesn't seem like it should be happening. No. Also, I'd just like to point out real quick that you called the golden state warriors swaggerless nerds they are swaggerless sure but the coach of your team is the king of the swaggerless nerd yeah he's not supposed he's a virgin he's not supposed to be (laughs) swaggy we need that book nerd drawing up plays he's a virgin dude the key lebron can win this series if he can convince uh brad stevens to have sex for the first time how dare you in this in this three-day break Brad's just going to spend the whole time edging, dude. It's not going to yeah. work. <laughs> Jacking off, but not coming. Absolutely not. Meanwhile, Steve Kerr jerks off at halftime. It's for, his ba- it's for his it's back. It's for his back. But that's why he's so relaxed on yeah. the bench all the time. He's got to loosen it up. Uh, all right. My next question for you guys is, uh, will PJ Tucker or Luke Richard and Bahamute make another shot in this series? No. What about ever again? <laughs> no. <laughs> I think Luke Richard might be done. He said he said his shoulder hurt too much to dunk the ball. That's yeah, a bad you gotta sign. Stop playing basketball. Yeah, that's like man. I mean, he did separate his shoulder like three weeks ago, right? Um, and sign that's a bad sign because he's the best equipped guy to guard Kevin Durant, and the Warriors just didn't even bother to guard him. No, didn't seem like. Well, I mean, he couldn't shoot before this year, so I don't know why they're surprised that all of a sudden he couldn't shoot again. Um, all right, let's get, let's just blow through this series. Cause, uh, we all know what's going to happen, right? Yeah. The Warriors are going to lose in five. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Will Clay Thompson have another emoji related celebration? Because yeah, last game he made a three and he did the chef's kiss uh, <laughs> to the crowd. I mean, I assume that's emoji related, right? I see. He did. He kissed the three particularly. But what I liked about it and what I think he was really doing is when it's a you see it in a Getty image. He lo- it looks like he's doing the J. Oh, uh, oh. I thought you were saying he was doing a, a butthole. <laughs> he was giving a little butthole kiss. And he's like, he's like, yeah, that's what I do, guys. Yeah, I, I eat little, ass. That's why I'm so good. Kiss. I'm. I don't hesitate in any for any part of my life. Clay Thompson does NBA not eat ass, but you know to, who definitely they eats be ass. Allowed to eat ass and smoke weed on the court. <laughs> Clay Thompson. <laughs> Clay Thompson. I don't think eats ass, but Clay Thompson's dad definitely oh, eats ass. Yeah. <laughs> Champagne and nuts for sure, dude. Absolutely. <laughs> who you, will just answer you on Twitter you know, about anything? You know, Del Curry was an ass eater from back in the day. Oh, for, for sure, sure, for sure. I, he, I, I, yeah. He's, uh, you know, he was on a lot of expansion teams. That's yeah. where you try out new things. He was in Canada, different country, <laughs> different morality. Um. All right. Wait, wait. So, so do you think who? Which team do you think has the more, the the higher percentage of uh, men who are willing analingus participants? Rockets or Rockets or Warriors? That's a good question. I gotta say, Nene is definitely a yes. Yeah, Chris Paul is a no. James Harden's a yes. Yeah, Mamut, PJ Tucker for sure. PJ oh, yeah. Tucker will do anything. 
PJ Decker has done everything. He will do anything. Like he's he's a total team player. He'll get the job done. Ryan Anderson is it a firm no. Clint Capella, I think, is a yes. Yeah. He's Swiss. Who else is that? Loves that hot chocolate, baby. Gerald Green, I think, is uh, a yeah. Gerald Green's a little freaky because he has that one short finger, so he's got a lot of weird, unique moves. Who's their backup point guard? They don't really have one. Did they cut him? Uh, oh, uh, what about Joe Johnson? I think Joe Johnson's a Joe no. Johnson's still getting a paycheck. I keep forgetting about that. Yeah. Joe Johnson's for sure a no because Joe Johnson, no. ISO Joe, he Not only cares. Checking it, yeah. <laughs> ISO Joe, yeah. ISO Joe. He only likes to watch. You yeah. know what I mean? Like he's not. Iso Joe's not doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> Slow mo Joe, no way, dude. He's earned the right to sit there and enjoy himself. <laughs> he already got the bag. I feel like his reason too is like, no, don't you? Get, I broke my face in the playoffs ten years ago. <laughs> I don't want to. It might hurt. It might yeah. hurt me. Uh, what do you think about Eric Gordon? Yeah, he's a guy. That's it. Yeah. Warriors, I'm going to say. Oh, we're talking about the ass-eating thing. Ass-eating, oh, yeah. I thought you meant like as a player. I oh. don't have any faith in him as a player I don't or, think, an, or an ass-eater. I don't think he's versatile enough. No. he can. He's a one-trick pony. I think I think KD and Draymond are both yeses. JaVale and KD's Nick Young. scared. Yeah. I don't think. I think KD's like. What if what if she tweets about that I yeah. eat ass? What if my mom finds out? Yeah. <laughs> he is I don't think he's a generous lover is what no. I'm saying, KD. I bet he's never had sex. I bet he kisses a basketball <laughs> at night. <laughs> Fucking nerd. Steph Curry can't do it because he's always got toes in his mouth. <laughs> he loves the feet. He does have a foot fetish. Uh, also, I think his wife would worry that it would ruin his palate for all the food he has to taste. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure ass would be preferable. <laughs> so I think I think it actually might be the... I don't know. Do we need to go through more of the Warriors roster? The tiebreaker comes down to, has Mike D'Antoni eaten more ass than Steve Kerr? And I think it's very yeah. close. I think it's close. I think it's D'Antoni by D'Antoni a mile. By, a, yeah. by a, a country mile. He went Arizona, dude. Steve Kerr went to Arizona. <laughs> but he did, he did it in the 80s. Yeah. Like, it still feels like in his, he was mourning the death of his father his fa- for yeah, part of that. His father was assassinated. It's and then he was in a lot of, like, cold. He played in a lot of cold weather cities. Uh, Portland, though. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Like in Italy, would that be? Is it like liberated Europe, or is it like so macho that that you you can't even mention the word ass, or you're a fanook? <laughs> I'll tell you, Super Agent Bob Myers has certainly eaten way more ass than Daryl Morey. <laughs> I don't think Daryl Morey's ever been near an ass. No, that. But he has he written about an, one in a book. Yeah, he wrote an operetta about <laughs> analingus, but that's it. All right, so I guess I guess the Warriors, Warriors in, Warriors in two in the pink, one in the stink. Is that my prediction? Rocket, uh, Rockets in five. Yeah, I'm taking Warriors in sweep. Warriors in sweep. <laughs> um, all right, let's talk about uh, another piece of news we had. Sports gambling is now legal. Yeah. Mike, are you excited? No, I don't give a shit. You don't bet. You don't bet sports. Bet. You're the only yeah. mass hole in the world that bets sports. <laughs> uh, that doesn't. Excuse me. Gambling is how rich people tax poor people without them knowing. Uh, it's usually a, a fucking fool's game. Do you know many rich gamblers? Do you know many people who are who are wealthy? We know one. Two. We one know man. two. Two? Mm-hmm. Who's our... Who, I know the first one. Uh, our friend SF Jeff is richer than we are. A lot richer. <laughs> <laughs> but is he rich because of gambling or something else? Uh, He did bet the Celtics to win the series, but I think uh, yeah, it's only three to one. He's not going to be... I would say I would say he is probably... 
slightly losing money on gambling. <laughs> uh, yeah, he, exactly. He's rich in and spirit. You know what? That's the thing. As long as everybody's slightly losing yeah. in the long run, the fucking casinos and the fucking they're winning. And it's just fucking rich people getting richer. Uh, it's bad, but it's also fucking free will. I don't know. It's if you want to be able to gamble, I totally get it. But like some of this shit's bad for you and I don't know how to fucking save you <laughs> from yourself. I mean, I just feel like we're like 10 years away from being at an NBA game where everyone's just betting jeweling on every in their, shot. Well, but also like vaping with jewels in the crowd. Yeah. Well, that's because everyone loves Steven Dorf so much. We all know that the reason everyone vapes is because Steven Dorf told us you can you can vape at a basketball game. That is the first time I ever heard of vaping, in fact, I think, <laughs> was Steven Dorf's blue e-cig commercial. And one of the things he says is, you can even vape at a basketball game. <laughs> Please run that clip right now, Sean. <laughs> With blue... You can smoke at a basketball game if you want to. Uh, so I thought it's interesting because the NBA has been pretty upfront about like, we don't really want people to do this, but if you do it, we want a piece. Yeah. And whereas baseball has just been immediately like, this is just a disgrace. Our game suffered this gambling scourge. And once the decision came down, the commissioner is like, we demand a one percent integrity fee for our interest in that. Like, it's just a one eighty yeah, no, of crap. like, yeah. And it's it's gonna get ugly, and it's gonna end up costing taxpayers money because now all these stadiums are gonna be like, fine, we'll we'll stay, but you got to build this fucking casino now. And it's just like, suck my dick, go to go anywhere else. Fuck you, kiss my ass, fuck your team, fuck you. Stop giving them money. Stop giving them money. They're idiots. Well, what I will say is uh, mybookie.ag, if you want to pay us money to do commercials <laughs> again, please let us know. <laughs> Your window is closing. Uh, I think Dan Gilbert already owns a casino, right? Of course he does, that fucking scumbag. He's, when he's not selling fucking subprime mortgages to poor people, he's out fucking... <laughs> fucking Fucking them over with the house, of course. Fuck them over in both houses. Fuck them in their own and yours. Here is one thing I'm going to say. Uh, I guarantee that sports gambling being legal is going to cause a lockout in all four major Good, sports in the next, like, ten years. <laughs> Good, because I bet there's going to be a lot more revenue coming in there, and the players should get their fucking hands on it. I, I think I'm I'm worried about what it's going to do for podcast advertising, but otherwise, <laughs> so well, probably hey, more more money to the to the market, and and thankfully someone will probably interview scumbag Tim Donaghy soon. Ugh, fuck that dude. <laughs> yeah, does he have? Oh, I don't want to talk about Tim Donaghy. All right, let's talk about the draft lottery. Uh, yeah. Sean, do you want to run us through what happened here? You have a lot of information. Yeah, so uh, the winners in the draft lottery, the Suns, who had the best odds, did get the number one pick. Uh, the Kings jumped up from, I think, I think they were seven, the seventh worst team. Really? That's a big jump. I yeah, they so they like went four. up to two, and then the Hawks were third, which jumped them up from five, which yeah. meant, so those are our winners. Yeah, because the Grizzlies and who was the other one that fell out of the top three? What I do want to say real quick before Sean keeps continuing, uh, that the Kings, yes, did jump up to two, but if they'd sent Greta Gerwig like I'd been telling them (laughs) the last few weeks, they would have jumped up to one. (laughs) Look, Greta Gerwig and Lady Bird have done more for the city of Sacramento than the the Kings ever have. I haven't seen the movie, so I have no idea what the fuck It doesn't matter. It's just like... Do they Sacramento. Live in Sacramento, Sac- or she's from Sacramento. Both. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. All right, Sean, keep going. Yeah. So those are. So yeah, the the Grizzlies, who were the second worst team, dropped to four. The Mavericks, who were, you know, tied but had the tiebreak, had one more ping pong ball than the Hawks, and yeah. dropped to five. And then I think the Orlando Magic were six. I think everybody else is the same because. Uh, oh no! I guess the Magic dropped as well. What are the Magic going to do with Aaron Gordon? 
I mean, it feels like they're just going to draft sixth for the future. Like, doesn't it feel like they pick sixth in every single draft over and yeah. over again? Like, between four and seven, pretty much every draft, it feels like. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're going to be watching the Orlando Magic, Magic pick sixth until the day we die. Yeah. And they're going to keep getting guys like Peyton and Gordon and Mario. And just nothing will ever come of them. No. Just who move them to, move wait, who them who to they, Seattle now. Who did they get last year? Jonathan Isaac, who played, ah, I think, yeah. 30 games. No, he played like 25. But he found Christ. Well, he <laughs> that that story was but so sad found, that none of his team, none of his came. team <laughs> came to see him preach. <laughs> Well, so why why is he getting to preach? <laughs> like you're a fucking nineteen year old shithead. Why do you get? To, oh, we're we're letting him preach this week. What fucking qualifications does he have? Here's the lesson I learned at Florida State. Yeah, here's the lesson I learned at my NBA job this week, <laughs> where I work as a basketball man. <laughs> that story would be so different if he was like. Yeah, I had my first stand-up comedy gig. Yeah. And ooh. none of my teammates came and everyone would be like, "Yeah, no shit, none of them came." <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, it's like, yeah, you don't know shit about stand-up. It's like, yeah, you don't you don't know shit about preaching either. Yeah, you shouldn't. You're 19. This is your this is your part-time hopefully your part-time job. Yeah. There's no way you, sh- you should have got better at preaching this summer and not <laughs> decent at basketball. Yeah. Um, so the congratulations to Sacramento and Atlanta. Um, the Suns very much look like they're going to pick Luka Doncic. Uh, they signed a, their coach, Igor is Eastern European. I forget his direct nationality. I just hope they remember when they draft Luka Doncic that you also have to bring Anthony Randolph with him. (laughs) Well, and I believe Zoran Dragic is also part of that package. He'll be coming back home to Phoenix. But Phoenix has their new Twitter display name. They've replaced the I in Phoenix with a number one, and they added uh, what I consider like a Slavic character above the S. So once again, congratulations to the Phoenix Suns. Um, So, yeah, the the Kings can get... Have a have a low pressure situation with number with the number two pick. I think. Except I would, I drafting would be DeAndre, if there's a massive trade this summer though. Uh, there's going to be with a one million of those top five picks. Uh, yeah, the Kings, if they do draft DeAndre Ayton again, though, it's going to be so sad because it's just like Boogie Cousins going there. Yeah, but I mean, Boogie Cousins had no weapons when he got there, and at least he has Fox. Okay. Like, I mean, Bog- Boogie yeah, Dozens Bog- had Tyreek Evans, who just won the yeah. Rookie of the Year. Oh, uh, that is true. <laughs> I mean, there's there's also a possibility that Boogie Cousins is not really great at contributing to winning. Yeah. He just, uh, somebody was saying he unfollowed all the Pelicans shit. Oh, wow. Yeah. Maybe they're not going to give him a max. Nico's the future. Nah, he just does that when he's a free agent. It's like, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Should we talk about Marcus All or do you want to talk more about the lottery, Sean? I want to just talk about the draft reps really quickly. Sure. I'm just, this is something we really enjoy on the podcast. Uh, basically, I'm just going to go through who they brought and if you think there, there was a better choice than this. And these are in alphabetical order. They're not in order of the draft. So let's go, I'll go quickly. Uh, Atlanta brought actress Jamie Gertz, Jamie Gertz, star of uh, Less Than Zero and The Lost Boys, mm-hmm. uh, and she is a minority owner of the team as well how as the Milwaukee minor- Brewers. Mi- like, how- wait, and the Brewers and the Brewers. So she's part of the Grant Hill Investment Group that owns oh, the Hawks now. Okay, and her her husband is also an owner. Ah, uh, I mean, I guess because they're married, and he's the the bankroller of most of this I Atlanta obviously should have sent hot sauce is he, he also an owner no uh, but they should you can send yeah. anybody like hey, hot sauce spent all year breaking fools ankles at halftime they should have sent two chains 
Yeah, but I mean, like, throw hot sauce a bone. Get him back on national TV. Plus, they they would have had uh, she would have had to say hot sauce representing the Atlanta Hawks. Hot Hot sauce. sauce. (laughs) Yeah, she looked at Michael Finley like she had no fucking idea who he was. She was like, "Oh, and this man is a very man, (laughs) Michael Finley." Yeah, let's go to that's who he was Dallas's representative. He's yeah. the assistant VP of the team. He's a Dallas Mavericks legend. And most importantly, no sexual harassment charges filed no. against him. Not guilty. In that yeah. nightmare front office. Uh, who who should they have sent, do you think? That works for me. I Dirk? think Michael Fanley or yeah. Dirk is the correct. Like those are the two those are the two blameless ones. Yeah. <laughs> what about Mr. Wonderful? Could he have sent, like, a shark? One of the other sharks? <laughs> I thought you meant Paul Ollendorf. Oh. <laughs> like, what? Uh, all right, so so Boston sent uh, Rich Gotham. He is the team president, and he founded Batman City. Uh, this was kind of weird because Boston could only keep their pick if it was two, two or three. Two. Oh, yeah. Because they couldn't four jump four that much. So... I don't even understand this shit. So it can't jump to like four. It can only jump to one, two, or three. It's fucking yeah. dumb. And then next year they're going to draw, I think, one through four, right? Yeah, but what they should do is just draw one through 16. It would make it so much doper. Yeah. I don't know. Probably. You don't think that would be doper? I think I think it should be the fucking wheel. I think it should just be. Oh, I hate the wheel. You get a, the number one pick every thirty years. The wheel is like bullshit. Is like such like Montessori school bullshit, though. Why? It's give, like, her, uh, give the number one pick to everybody. Every everything. 30 years. Make everything perfectly fair. Who cares? I want chance. <laughs> I mean, I don't think there should be an. I don't. I don't think there should be an amateur draft. I think players should be able to sign for wherever they want. I also agree with that, but that's not going to happen. For how much? they want like it should all that's how it should be what if that became the defining thing of this supreme court like they don't they don't actually tear down abortion nothing happens with citizens united but they're just like yeah sports gambling's okay the amateur draft's illegal yeah uh you 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 have to you You both have to get the ball in overtime in football uh no more jump balls you know just like crazy (laughs) rulings like that all right sean do you have any other people you want to name here uh, you know, we don't we don't have to. This is boring. It's a little boring. Um, we'll go through it. Mitch Kupchak went for Charlotte. Uh, Michael. I can't believe somebody gave him a job again. These fucking idiots. I think, you know, Michael Jordan is close with Jimmy Buss. And so I don't know that that's true. Uh, you know, Charlotte, it just feels like Michael Jordan's like, I, I own the team now. We did yeah. it. We did, I did it. it. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's all. Yeah, this this guy worked in the league. This guy's an acceptable general manager. Like, just he's just making sure that it's it's like somebody that won't just literally n- not even sell off the team for parts, but like yeah. literally sell off like the team's equipment. As long as you can trust that. Uh, so Chicago, yeah, that's who, Chicago. The Cupcheck. I mean, Charlotte. They probably should have sent. Who should they have sent? Kemba. No, they can't send Kemba. Yeah, Kemba, they they're going to tra- trade Kemba. Trade uh, I think they should have sent uh, Jamal Mashburn. <laughs> yeah, that would have been pretty tight. <laughs> what if it was like Vlade? They sent Vlade, another <laughs> team's general manager, to remind them of trading away Kobe Bryant. Um, okay, so Chicago, Michael Reinsdorf, he's the president, he's the CEO, he's the owner's kid. Yeah, dork. Yeah. I think they should have sent Kirk Heinrich's son, whoever that is, if he has one. Uh, I take that back. The Charlotte Hornets should have sent Larry Johnson dressed as Grandmama. Yeah, that's... They should send him every year. (laughs) Um, Okay, uh, Denver... Oh, sorry, Cleveland sent Nick Gilbert, the owner's son and good luck charm... The bringer of Bennett, as he's known. (laughs) And I don't want to make fun of him because he had brain surgery in February. And I'm glad he made it to the draft. Cleveland obviously should have sent uh, just a portion of the river on fire. Yeah. All right. uh, Denver sent Jamal Murray. 
player and successful lottery pick. I think that's fine. Detroit, however, sent Luke Kennard. Yeah. Lottery pick from last year, reminding them that they picked him one pick ahead of Donovan Mitchell. They should have sent the drunk owner. Like, get a drunk guy on TV. It would also might have been a nice time to send Blake Griffin. Yeah. Like, remind them of like, yeah, there's some hope here. And then it's like, nope, Luke Kennard, he needs, this is what you're getting. He needs the TV credits of his stand-up <laughs> career. So we're going to fucking take off. Yeah, he's, maybe maybe Blake was like, I, I don't want to pay my SAG dues yeah. this year. Gotta, he's gotta like, get a couple of vouchers. He's like, um, I'm actually filming an Adam Devine's house party <laughs> that night. <laughs> He's negotiating with Netflix, and they're yeah. like, ah, dad, dad, we don't really want to give you a half hour, but the next season is. <laughs> All right. Uh, the Clippers sent Jerry West, team consultant, NBA logo, mayor of Cabin Creek. Dusty old bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Jerry, he got the 12 and the 13 pick. Congratulations, Jerry Good. West. You fucking deserve it, you old dickhead. <laughs> yeah, they showed him a picture of Bill Russell right as he came into the draft lottery room, and he was just, just distraught. Uh, clearly, they should have sent Doc Rivers' daughter. <laughs> uh, this was kind of cool. The Grizzlies sent Elliot Perry, who is like a Memphis State star, and he, he's oh. a radio announcer, minority owner, director of player support, and he brought a kid from... I had no idea this. The Memphis Grizzlies have an all-male charter school called Grizzlies Prep for underprivileged kids in the Memphis area, and they brought, like, uh, a high-achieving student. Nice. And because of that, they dropped two spots in the lottery. (laughs) (laughs) That's the same joke I was going to (laughs) make. Who should they have brought? I'm going to say 3-6 Mafia. Yeah. 3-6 Mafia is pretty good. Terrence Howard. (laughs) <laughs> DJ Qualls <dude. laughs> DJ Qualls uh, The Knicks sent Scott Perry Their GM Not related to Elliot um, I'm gonna say You should send Spike or d- Spike's done it before They need something new They need to send McEnroe Deuces and Mara And McEnroe Deuces should yell Mara. at the ping No McEnroe John McEnroe <laughs> Should yell at the ping pong balls until it, give, until it gives them the number one pick We should just let the Knicks do that one year yeah. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yeah or the bass player from the straight shot <laughs> Uh, the Magic sent Jeff Weltman, who is the president of basketball operations. I'm pretty sure this name is made up. I don't think they have a team president, and this guy is a fictional person. Um, I think they should have sent Brooke Lopez, just because he loves Disney World so much. He's not on the team, but just you know, as a representative of Disneyland and falling short. <laughs> I learned this recently. Did you know Disney World in Florida? Has an avatar land. No. Like James Cameron's avatar. Mm. They should send one of those people dressed as a Navi. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then Orlando will accidentally draft him. They're like, oh, he looks pretty athletic. He's pretty tall. Seven foot four. Got a good uh, he stuck his, his tape of him sticking his tail in a horse's butthole. <laughs> or whatever they do in that movie. Uh, the Sixers sent Elton Brand, former Clippers great, the GM of the Delaware Blue Cats, betrayer of Baron Davis. They sent him there. It didn't work. Who do you think they should have sent? Sam Hinkie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no better answer than that. Keep going. Uh, the Sun sent Josh Jackson, uh, famous for not say, being. The Sixers were going to send Kevin Hart, but they didn't have any podium. <laughs> 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 Nick Gilbert's too much taller than him. <laughs> uh, yeah, Josh Jackson, mainly he's not Marquise Chris, and so that, that did it. And because he wouldn't work out for anybody else's yeah. podium. <laughs> he's like, I don't, I don't even want to see the ping pong balls. Yeah. But it worked, so... I mean, they should have sent the gorilla, though. Yeah. Oh, for sure. They should send the mascot... Now that I'm thinking of it, they should send the mascot for every single yeah. one. It should absolutely that be should the mascot. absolutely yeah. be the rule. Yeah. Or if you want to have somebody in the mascot suit, that's fine. But they have to wear the mascot suit. Yeah. Uh, and I have to say that, like, this this dread, though, yeah. Can you imagine Jerry West in the Chuck Good. the Condor suit? Oh. Like, he removes the head. <laughs> I would just be worried that, like, Nick, 
Nick Gilbert would be in it, and they'd be like, oh, he lost consciousness. He couldn't breathe in the suit. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and the Kings, the Kings sent De'Aaron Fox, uh, you know, and so De'Aaron Fox and Josh Jackson now will not be total busts no matter what, because they did yeah. lead their team to a lottery, <laughs> a lottery championship. That's the first, that's the only championship that, uh, Josh Jackson's going to win, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's the first time he's going to finish first. I don't even have a problem with him. I just, <laughs> all right, uh. Let's do two more things before we get out of here. Um, first of all, we had a, a question. Is Mark Gasol sailing around the world? Yeah. The answer is actually yes. Did you see this on Instagram? <laughs> Mark uh, Gasol no, I didn't, is but... racing a sailboat across the world. Doesn't seem like so needy. Sean, do you want to run Mike through this? Yeah, he had a hashtag of like him on a ship like it seemed like it was very cold and he was on night watch uh and all his hashtags were like volvo 360 or whatever it is apparently that is a around the world yacht race which i'd only heard about uh because desmond from lost ends <laughs> up on the island as a course of that um it's long like he's not racing around the world but I, I haven't had this confirmed anywhere except this weird Instagram. It's kind of spooky, the photo, right? <laughs> like he's in a hood. It's very dark. Um, but from what I could tell from just going from his hashtags on the internet, he will be participating in a race, a leg of the race that goes between Newport, Rhode Island, and Cardiff, which I think is in Wales. Yeah. He will be the Cardiff giant when oh he won. Yeah. <laughs> He seems like too big to be an effective part of a yachting crew. And also, somebody has died in this race already this year. Yeesh. So he could be our be generation's Bizendele. Oh, come on, dude. <laughs> 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 All right, let's move on from that then. Uh, so ESPN's announced that it's making a 10-hour Michael Jordan documentary. 10 hours? 10 hours. Uh, because the OJ documentary. Oh, so it's like broken up, different. Yeah, okay. yeah. So it'll I be ten, it like ten run. hours, but oh. it's oh, a ten-hour piece different. of a Michael Jordan documentary. Thought, for some reason, that would be bad. I feel like the ten hours in one block. I feel like would be terrible. I mean, did you watch that OJ documentary all yeah, in over, five straight no, hours? I watched no. it over five days. Um, but my question is. Ten hours is a lot of time with Michael Jordan. Well, I mean, two hours will probably cover him, cover him getting his dad murdered. Well, that's that. <laughs> that was going to be my question. What particular, in particular, do you want to see in this Michael Jordan uh, documentary? The time that he he got his dad murdered. I mean, it's a Netflix documentary, so it has to be about a mis. What, what's that? Yeah. But they're doing it with Netflix, aren't they? I don't think so. Oh. I think it goes there maybe, but it's a thirty for thirty. It's their yeah. Name. Um, well, I mean, I, I imagine they're not—they're not gonna address whether or not it was Stern suspending him or not. The retirement. Yeah, it's—it's it's a co-production with Netflix, which means they have to be solving a murder because <laughs> it's an—it's a documentary produced for Netflix. That's what it, it has to be. This is mysterious death. That's all they do. Uh, so I'll be interested to see that part of it. Um, we find out Mike, Michael Jordan was the Bagwan. <laughs> time um i'd like to learn more about um he at one point started doing commercials for rechargeable batteries duracell uh no rayovac i think oh yeah, yeah i'd yeah. like to know what bet he lost that caused him all to sign that deal <laughs> all of the bets uh the main thing i want to know is how much of this documentary is just going to be footage of him with headphones on listening to Anita Baker songs? Because <laughs> I think that is secretly, when you see Michael Jordan wearing headphones, he is listening to Anita Baker. Well, like, what would Michael Jordan listen to to get pumped up? It was Anita Baker and Whitney Houston. I to swear to God, up? that's what he loved. That's the music he liked. I think he liked Peebo Bryson, too. I think it was like it, it tended to be like powerful R and B ladies, though. Strange. I think he likes Patty Labelle. Yeah. 
I know Anita Baker was specifically his favorite. Yeah. Uh, I bet he likes the Dream Girls soundtrack. <laughs> it's like Jennifer Holiday gets me pumped. Uh, it says they have 500 hours of footage from 97 and 98 that season, which seems like too many hours. It's a lot. Uh, does that? But I just wonder, like, are we going to find out if he actually had the flu or if he got poisoned? He went to fucking Vegas and got shit faced. Doesn't his, doesn't his train? Doesn't Tim Grover claim he got like poisoned room service? I've also heard that. Yeah, he went to Vegas and got shit faced. Yeah. The end. Yeah, I want to. Okay, here's the number one thing I want to know: What happened to his eyes? <laughs> <laughs> oh, like since he retired? Yes. How they look like piss bags. <laughs> What happened to his jeans? <laughs> that yeah, like forty five minutes of it is just him yeah, shopping just for pants in in, in various dungarees. Like, loosen them, loosen them. Yeah. Uh, how much of it will be Charles Oakley or Michael Jordan using uh, slurs of some kind? <laughs> <laughs> it just seems like that's too much for the ninety eight Bulls, who were not that. Awesome. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't know why I was looking for so much approval. I want to get really into them trading Jason Caffey at the deadline that year for Dickie Simpkins. That's going to be like 35 minutes. Uh, Pippin being unhappy about his contract. I don't know. I'd like to see some Space Jam. Oh, yeah. Making of Space Jam. Yeah, I want to see them be mad to that, uh, to Jerry Krause. Because uh, they were famously mad to, mean to him all the time. I want to see them be mean to Jerry Krause. Uh, I'd like to see him making the Slam music video with Michael Jackson. <laughs> all right. I think that's it. Uh, oh, we should mention the clone. Oh. Oh, yeah. Our friend, uh, our, our friend Eric Dodorian on Twitter. We were talking about this on Twitter today, and he says he wants a whole episode about the, com- the cologne. <laughs> <laughs> It was a bold move. Like, wh- who did he think he was being like, hey, you want my musk? <laughs> he was Michael Jordan. He could do anything. Yeah. But, uh, like, who wants to smell <laughs> like a fucking casino? <laughs> it was his greatest heat check. <laughs> uh, all right. Anything you want to plug, Mike? Uh, on deck uh, this Thursday, May 17th at Dynasty Typewriter. Uh, on deck com- dot com, or com, on deck comedy LA on all social media platforms. Go uh, go buy tickets and come to it. Yeah, and you're going on tour, too. We are. We're going to the uh, Kennedy Center in Washington, D.C. So if you're in there, uh, we'll be there July 20th. And we will be at Bumbershoot Music Festival in Seattle, a uh, Labor Day weekend. So keep an eye out for that as well. All right, Sean, anything you need to plug? Uh, I'm going to have a basketball thing on Yard Barker, and then I've got two articles about Saturday Night Live coming up <laughs> next week. The circle, Closing the Circle, uh, Don Parda will be my co-author from Beyond the Grave. Uh, and then we're going to do a crossover episode of Take It or Break It with Corbin Smith later this week. So listen to that. Uh, and as always, you can follow me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz, where uh, a couple of years ago I tweeted, the, the fucking dress is black and blue. Is everyone else on drugs? Trust the process. <laughs> Shut it down. Let's Let's go dress shopping. Negative, one, I'm tired of being a walking asterisk. Negative, two, I'm tired of feeling guilty every time I want to light up. I'm Steven Dorff. I've been a smoker for 20 years, and I just found the smarter alternative. Blue e-cigs. Blue lets me enjoy smoking without it affecting the people around me, because it's vapor, not tobacco smoke. That means no ash, and best of all, no offensive odor. With blue, You can smoke at a basketball game if you want to. And how about not having to go outside every 10 minutes when you're in a bar with your friends? The point is, you can smoke blue virtually anywhere. 
We're all adults here. It's time we take our freedom back. Come on, guys. Rise from the ashes. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.